Hey, Hirschbachers, welcome back to another episode of Getting Schmidt Done. Happy to be joined by Dan McGovern today. Hi, Dan. Thank you for having me. Dan is also the lead singer of... The Deal Breakers. The Deal Breakers. Yeah. So I don't know. You guys will have to let me know. Any of my, We've got uh, two live viewers, I think. Who's got the better voice for radio? I think, I don't know, Dan, Dan's got a better singing uh, voice, that's for sure. Nobody likes the sound of their own voice, though. <laughs> that's so true. So I think we can agree to, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> that's true. All right, Dan, uh, since uh, you're joining, uh, would you like to give the safety message this week? Yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know if it's necessarily a message, but I know we had talked about the uh, winter weather coming. Um, and with yeah. that, I just have some some tips for everyone out there um, that can help you get through this winter, hopefully, with uh, less breakdowns and uh, and more safely. So the first thing I want to talk about was chains. Um, as the winter weather arrives, you know, we have, uh, we have areas that we run that require chains um, to be in the truck or attached to the truck, not necessarily on the tires. Um, so if you're going to be going into an area that you have to have chains um, somewhere on the truck, make sure that you stop at a terminal and get those or uh, somewhere on your way before getting into those areas. Um, so the best, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. the best in Kansas City probably has the most of them or is it pretty spread out? In any of I think terminals? it's pretty spread out, but I know okay. Kansas City does have an abundance of them. We have a lot of, I mean, Dover, Florida, not going to have chains, right? right? But yeah, um, I think all of the other terminals have chains. Yeah. Um, and one thing I do want to touch on, we, we don't drive with the chains physically on the tires. So if you find yourself in a situation where the chain laws go into effect, uh, make sure you find a safe place to park and wait out the storm. Yeah, it's kind of a case by case basis, but yeah, find a safe place to park and call in operations and we'll talk through it with you. Right? Absolutely. So, but the, the number one thing is to make sure you at least have them with you. That that's for sure. hundred percent. Yep. Okay. Um, couple other things with the winter weather. Um, if you notice that your truck is consuming antifreeze, uh, make sure that you call into road assist and, uh, and check with us and see what's going on. Um, consuming antifreeze isn't, isn't something that your truck should do. And let's make sure we're not adding water, uh, straight into that. That is not what we are supposed to do. So if you find yourself, um, in a situation where the truck is consuming antifreeze, make sure you're calling in and we'll get that, we'll get that fixed for you right away. Um, also make sure you keep your, your wiper fluid full. We want to make sure we have clear, clean windshields when we're driving down the road. Mm -hmm. Visibility is always safe. Um, and then from a maintenance standpoint, um, purge those water tanks or those air tanks when you, uh, come off the road. Um, don't do it before you head out on the road as it's probably frozen if it's cold enough out there. So while the truck's still warm and you get off the road and you're taking your break or your 10 hour, make sure we're purging the water from those air tanks. Um, and then another thing that, that we notice, you know, frozen brakes, that happens quite a bit. So um, there's a couple of things I want to talk about with this. Number one, you know, when you, when you get off the road and you're going to set your brakes, if you wait a little bit before you actually set the brakes and let the, let the brakes cool and dry as the roads are probably wet and that sort of thing, um, it can prevent the brakes from freezing. And then when you go to run after your break or your 10 hours or whatever it might be, the brakes might be frozen. Um, if you wait a little bit and let them dry, you won't have that issue as often. Now, the one thing I want to make sure everyone listening who will listen in the future, you're still responsible for the truck. So don't, don't not set your brakes and watch it roll away. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, this is still a safety thing. So make sure you're, you're in the truck and you're monitoring all of that. We're not telling you to not set your brakes. We're just saying to prevent some, some freezing of the brakes to let it sit for a little bit. Yeah. If you're sitting on a nice flat surface, and you have a few minutes, 
a couple minutes. I mean, you don't have to do it for an hour, right? It's a couple minutes. Let it let it cool down a little bit, Correct. and then do it. Yep. If you're if you're on a hill in a spot that you're not sure of, set the brakes, Absolutely. and we'll deal with it later. Absolutely. So if that that's when you can, if it makes sense, do it. If not, set the brakes, and we'll and it'll, we'll figure it out. So Correct. we'd way rather deal with some locked up brakes than a truck rolling away and, and someone getting hurt. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, I think there, you guys are also, there's been a couple pretty good videos, uh, that's, that are being sent out as well. I've seen. Yeah. Those are right on the horizon. I know the, the shop over there in East Dubuque, um, they've been working on a, a video for winter weather tips, advice, tricks, that sort of thing. So I think we'll I be, saw that we'll Matt, that Matt did that, right? Did we release that Tom? Is it? Not? Okay. Okay. So it's not it's, released it's yet. Pretty but close. Yeah. Okay. Right over the horizon there. Yeah, I think I know Tony Croffel has done uh, it's a quick little four or five minute video on uh, stuff to bring with you out there for winter. That'd be good. Um, you have some good ideas there. Yeah. And then we also have some winter training um, out on Luma. <clears throat> and uh, I've talked a lot about sharpening the saw and you can be a 20 year driver and still, you know, it's been it's been a few months since we've seen icy and snow conditions. So quick little reminder of, of what to expect uh, is can, can never hurt. And it, it helps us try to um, prevent the spike uh, that we kind of see once we kind of our, get our first major snow and ice storm. So uh, please get out on Luma. There's a lot of good resources out there for you. So yeah, anytime you see something that you haven't seen in the past, it's just a, a refresher, never hurt anyone. Exactly. Yeah. And every, every level there, every driver has a different level of experience. You know, we've got drivers that might have not even seen potentially much snow based on where they drove or their experience level. And we've got drivers that have been driving in it for 20 years in the Midwest, right? So yep. um, every single one of us can benefit from that. Uh, all of the office is going, is taking the same training as, as, as you guys are on the winter as just a, just a good way again, to sharpen the saw and to get better. So uh, please, we don't, we don't have a good enough compliance on that. And you know, I, I would, we, every driver here should, should review that. And we've got a long way to go to get there. So please get out there on Luma and, and get after it. If you would, if you would please do. Um, okay. Anything else on winter from, uh, from your perspective? That's it. Very good message. Yeah. Very, very thorough message, Dan. Yeah. Thank you. Good work. Um, last week we had 17 preventable accidents, which is down from 18 the week before. So that's kind of three pretty decent weeks in a row. Um, a little bit of a spike so far this week, but, uh, uh, it, we can have a pretty good, if we have a strong weekend, we can have kind of four good weeks in a row. So, um, let's everyone out there push, push, make the right decisions, uh, follow your safe six and, uh, and, and just let's keep, keep, make sure we're driving safely out there. All right. All right. So Dan, Dan's very excited to roll out something from the maintenance team, right? Are you? Absolutely. Are you oh, I'm excited. excited. Yes, right. I am. So the, well, I'll let Dan jump and he's ready to go. Um, but long story short, I'm sure a lot of you are aware that our current B service process is not the best. Do you agree with that? Yeah. It's, so yeah. the current B service process is if your truck is at one of our terminals and we see it needs a B service, we call it in, right? Um, there, obviously, some of you guys out there are are, are scheduling them as well. That, that happens. Oh, yeah. But there's not a nice behind the scenes, thorough process that's... Um, as accurate as it should be, or as timely as it should be, and overdue B services equal what, Dan? Over the road breakdowns. Yes. So staying on top of B servicing and doing them right before they're due or as they're coming due uh, is extremely important for 
for you guys uh, to keep rolling. Um, we, we None of us want over-the-road breakdowns. It's tough on Hirschbach. It's tough on you. Uh, just not a good thing. So um, the, there's kind of a new process I'll let Dan uh, roll out that's going to help us uh, get our B services done a little bit easier and be a lot more proactive with our communication, which will be good for everyone. Yeah, so um, we've we've called it the the B service scheduler. That's a very original name. Yeah, Dan. Did you I know. Come up with I that did one? not. I did not. <laughs> Actually, you know, I honestly I didn't have a whole lot to do with the the process itself. I'm just the one that gets to share the news with everyone you else. Get to out deliver here, the so. good news. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you it's got way the, better than delivering bad news. That's right? correct. Yeah. You got the not only do you have the voice for it, you got the face too. No, as, I, as I don't I like know about say, that. Right? I don't know about that. <laughs> I was hoping Tom had another slide for me here where we didn't have to watch me. But no, no, got, I don't think I'm that lucky. Yeah. Um, so the B service scheduler, you know, one thing that we've, we've struggled to do, um, at Hirschbach is, you know, manufacture service in our shops, right? I don't think I've ever seen, you know, a shop schedule. I don't know that you've seen a shop schedule. Um, I know our, I know our shops have them. Um, but just with the way, the way maintenance is in general, it's hard to, to actually have a set schedule in, there's so many variables, you know. So what the B service scheduler is, is has to do with our action items, right? So mm -hmm. the process improvement team, um, Matt Randecker and crew, they uh, they put they put this together for us so that um, the driver leaders. Shout out Sam, Sam Tran, let it. Sam so, Tran, yeah. yeah, perfect. Shout out Sam. Yeah, so, so the driver leaders will see when the truck is due or overdue for a B service. Um, at that point, they have the ability to reach out to you, the driver, and uh, and ask you which shop you would like to get to or which shop works for you um, on the load you're on or the load you're going to be delivering, that sort of thing. And they can actually plug you in to a dedicated slot on the shop schedule. Um, a couple things that that does is that it guarantees that when you get to that shop that they have a bay open and a tech-ready to get going on your truck. Mm -hmm. One thing we want to make sure that everyone knows is that if you have anything else wrong with your truck at that time, make sure you do it on a write-up. You know, and if you need to reach out to Road Assist and get a ticket, that sort of thing, if there's other things other than the B service, we are going to make sure that we get everything done on the truck at that time. Yeah. If it goes over the time slot, that's okay. The truck's not coming out of the bay until it's finished. Absolutely. The cool thing with this process is it loops in the driver services ticketing too. Yep. So as soon as it gets, as soon as it gets um, identified that it's needed, the ticket gets opened, right? Your driver, you and your driver leader talk, let's just say you want to get to the Kansas city shop, right? So it's the Kansas city shop on next week on Tuesday at 11 o'clock. All right. And you can see that ticket and right then and there, what we would like the driver, you can call and talk to Rosas absolutely. They can add it to that ticket, or you can do it yourself as Correct. well, right, right from the right from the app. So uh, sometimes it's nice to talk through some of those things, but other uh, or you can just add it. Either way, the shop will have that visibility, yep. and we will be ready, more ready to to do that. We would way rather you guys again over communicate with what you want done rather than show up there and then then have that list of things. It helps us schedule text. It helps us have parts on hand. It helps us get ready for everything that we need to do. Yeah. The more we can prepare, the better we will be. Absolutely. Right? So, um, the whole goal is that we start manufacturing service on our trucks so that we have less overdue B services. Um, we're making sure that we get everything done when you come in for these scheduled time slots. Um, and then ultimately, you know, we don't have to see any breakdowns between B services. 
because we're trying to make sure that everything is done and done correctly 100% when you come in for that scheduled time slot. Hey Dan, what, what percentage of our fleet has got an overdue B service right now? I don't know if I know a percentage. I don't know if I want to speak a percentage. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to. I didn't, I didn't prep number, Dan for that question. No, it's um, thir- it's around 13 to 15%. I think right. is what Fred said yesterday yeah. when I was in a meeting with him. So um, that's not terrible. That's actually pretty good. I think for, we've been a lot worse. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. yeah. The, there's been times it's been like 30 to 40%. Right. So the current process is okay, I guess. Um, but with this new one, we should be able to get this in the low, low single digits and that that'll make a huge difference for you guys for sure. Yeah. And I really like that it gets all groups involved, right? The driver leader knows about it. Operations knows about it. The driver knows about it. Maintenance knows about it. We're all working together to, to get this to, to zero, right? Yep. That's uh, transparent communication right there. Absolutely. Dan. And sustainable innovation. A couple yep. of our core values. Okay. What else? Anything else with the B service scheduler? Um, you know, not off the top of my head, um, but we are excited. The dedicated group's been running with this for about two weeks. Um, I know you said your team was brought up to speed. Was it yesterday? Yep. Over the road uh, is going to go live on Monday. And I think there's a big chunk. I think there's going to be about 200 ish action items created for overdue or coming due trucks. So we're at, we're at the, it's going to take a little bit to kind of get, get through that yeah. big number. Yeah. Um, get caught up, but uh, clearly that shows uh, a lot of work to do there. Yeah, sure, right? our shops are excited about this too. Mm-hmm. They are. So um, we've been pushing this for, you know, a couple months to get this rolled out. We've been talking about it for months, so it should be good for everyone involved. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Uh, anything else from the maintenance world, Dan? Ooh, I don't think so. I think we covered a lot today. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> if you have anything, throw it at me. <laughs> I was just giving Dan a hard time. Um, no, I, pre- I appreciate it, Dan. Lots of good yeah. information there. Um, can't stress enough the importance of the winter weather stuff. We're looking forward to this B service scheduler. You know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, taking the next step here and being best in class and doing a lot of things, you know, little little things like that and those sorts of changes. Uh, that's kind of how we get to be- best in class numbers is doing stuff like that. And, you know, we saw, we saw a bunch of improvement in the warm weather months with, you know, like loads and load failures and that sort of thing with, with heat related issues. So, you know, I firmly believe that we can do that with the, with the cold weather issues as well. Agree. hundred percent. Okay. All right. Uh, this quick freight update, uh, you guys can probably tell, you know, our miles are up Midwest, uh, is hopping right now. You know, there's uh, lots of customers are attack, are asking us to take freight. You know, that that's that's a great thing. Few few light spots and some more back home markets, but overall it's pretty strong. Uh, definitely not nowhere near as much sitting as we've had. You know, uh, even in two three months ago. So um, great great signs there. Um, we've got two. You know. We don't have much time until it's Thanksgiving. I can't believe it's November already, first of all. But where uh, does the time yeah, go? I, yeah, this every year seems to fly by faster, but um, it's crazy. So we've got we got a truck. Uh, everyone, we want everyone to push uh, push for the next three three ish weeks as we get into Thanksgiving and then start to deal with that holiday. And then we got another you know three or four weeks, and then we hit think we hit Christmas and New Year. So uh, it's crazy. This next nine ish weeks, whatever it is, is going to fly by. Um, let's make sure we're doing it safely. Uh, there's gonna be plenty of freight. Uh, and the biggest thing I want to end on is service. Um, 96.6 last week, which is it's a very good number, but it's not as good as what we've been doing. And our current week, we're below 95, which is not not where we want to be. Um, it's, we've had a tough service week. Um, lots of things out of our control, but there's some things under our control. And uh, as I say a lot, 
you guys can't control the traffic. You can't control a lot of things out there, but you, one thing you can communicate is, or one thing you can control is your communication. And uh, a, a, a customer, a shipper is a lot more accepting and willing to work with you when you're communicating any issue. And I mean, it's not only about if you're going to be late or not, it's going to be about rescheduling potentially the appointment or, uh, you know, maybe there's a slot. If we give them more of a heads up for two hours later, rather than that, than that certain time, there's just a lot of things that can be done uh, to help you uh, if you communicate uh, ahead of time as quickly as you know, or identify a potential issue. So um, let's have a strong weekend um, from a safety and a service standpoint um, over, over, over communicate um, with that. Unless Dan has thought of something else. Nope. Okay. Uh, send me that was I did that on purpose, Dan. Uh, send me any topics or questions you guys want to cover. Um, David, thanks for jumping on. Appreciate you listening. Um, stay safe. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Dan. Thank you.